Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 169 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Boston Celtics extending point guard, Marcus Smart. That's right, the Celtics are going to have four more years of Marcus Smart, despite, for the most part, all the offseason talk that the Celtics have wanted to move on from the point guard. Well, that doesn't appear to be the case, as they have extended the seven-year veteran to a four-year, $77 million deal. In seven seasons, all with the Celtics, Smart has averaged 10.2 points per game, 4.2 assists per game, and has shot 37% from the field, 32% from free. Smart is also a two-time first-team All-NBA defensive player. And this guy is a very polarizing player for Celtics fans. There is half Celtics fans who are in love with this guy, and there are half Celtics fans who despise his very presence on the team. Let me put it to you this way. No one is indifferent to Marcus Smart. They either feel he's one of the best players on the Celtics, or he is the problem on the Celtics. I feel like this is a common occurrence in Boston with their athletes. They have passionate takes on certain athletes, and half of the fans love them, and half of the fans hate them. Other examples of this include Jackie Bradley. Jr. For years, there were people out there saying he was worth it because how good a defensive outfielder he was. And then the other half of the fans were saying he's the worst hitter in all of baseball. Why do the Red Sox keep him on this team at all? And then for Bruins fans, you have Tuka Rask. I mean, there are Bruins fans who some think Tuka Rask is the best goalie in all of hockey. And then there are the other half of Bruins fans who think Tuka Rask is the reason they have not won a Stanley Cup since 2000. What I find interesting about all three of those athletes is those fans will never change their minds on them. If you love Marcus Smart, you're always going to love Marcus Smart. If you loved Jackie Bradley Jr., you're always going to love Jackie Bradley Jr. And if you absolutely love Tuka Rask, you are going to continue to love Tuka Rask. There is no changing of the minds. So half of the Celtics fans are really excited that the Celtics are bringing Marcus Smart back for four more years. And then the other half of Celtics Celtics fans think this is the move that's going to hold them back to give Marcus Smart $20 million a deal is one of the worst contracts in franchise history. That's how half of the fans view this and the other half disagree vehemently. Smart reminds me of another former Celtic, Rajon Rondo. During his time with the Celtics, there were so many people like myself who loved Rajon Rondo. I absolutely loved him. I thought he was the best passer in all of basketball. I thought he was the one true point guard in the NBA. Like, if I want the perfect point guard, I think of Rajon Rondo. Yet, there are those Celtics fans out there that think Rajon Rondo is overrated. And I understand that opinion, but again, there was nothing you could do to change the minds of those other Celtics fans. Rajon Rondo was a problem for them, even though he won a championship with the 2008 Celtics. They said things like, oh, he was only a role player on that team. The same with Kendrick Perkins. Like, those two guys didn't really help that team out even though they really did. I mean, there are those people out there, and I'm on that half that believe Rajon Rondo was a spectacular point guard for the Celtics when he was on this team. I think the biggest similarity between these two players is both players had one thing they were absolutely great at. I 
think Rajon Rondo is a great passer, and I think Marcus Smart is a great defender. But the problem is they have big weaknesses, which is their jump shot, and for both of them, it will never improve to the point where it will be consistent. There will always be a weakness to Marcus Smart's game, the same way there was always a massive weakness to the game of Rajon Rondo. Now, they can have flashes. I mean, we've all heard of playoff Rondo. When the postseason comes, Rajon Rondo plays like an elite point guard, but that doesn't happen enough to make him one of the very best point guards in all of basketball. And the same for Marcus Smart when it comes to his shooting. Again, he's only 32% from three-point range, but there are games where he is on fire from free, but that will never become the normal. Like, Marcus Smart is never going to become a great shooter. Ben Simmons has that same problem with the Sixers. Ben Simmons is a very elite passer. He's a very elite defender, but he will never be a consistent jump shot maker. The same way Rondo never was, and the same way right now Marcus Smart isn't. But the way I kind of view that thing is when you have those other star players who do those things that those guys don't, like think about Rondo. Rondo was the best passing point guard on a team that had Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. You needed a passing point guard. Rajon Rondo had a skill set that none of the other Celtics had on that team. That's why he was the perfect fit. Marcus Smart is an elite defender. He can guard point guards. He can guard forwards. He is something on this team that the other players are not. You already have Jason Tatum who can do all the scoring. You already have Jalen Brown who can do all the scoring. It's this idea that not every player on the basketball team has to be great at everything. Marcus Smart is a great defender. He is not a great scorer and I think that's okay. It's the same way people defended Jackie Bradley Jr. He was a great defensive outfielder, but they were able to keep him because they had other outfielders producing offensively. They had Mookie Betts. They had Andrew Benintendi. Those guys were putting up numbers. So you could just say to Jackie Bradley Jr., I don't need you to produce offensively. I just need you to catch the baseball and occasionally make a spectacular play. I know one of the biggest arguments for Celtics fans is that Marcus Smart is overpaid. They look at that contract and it says a max extension. Well, what it really is, is Marcus Smart is making $20 million a year. Is Marcus Smart worth $20 million a year? Well, here's another way to look at it. That sounds like a big number. Lonzo Ball just signed for over $20 million a year for the Chicago Bulls. Lonzo Ball for his career has been wildly inconsistent and I think you can make the argument that last year was his only decent year in the NBA and he is now making over $20 million a year. DeMar DeRozan, a player who I think is overrated, is also being paid over $20 million by the Chicago Bulls. And the last name I'll bring up is Spencer Dinwiddie, who is a really good scoring point guard, is also making $20 million a year. Those are all players who I think are less effective than Marcus Smart. I would pick Marcus Smart on my team over all three of those players. The reality of the situation is if you have a half-decent NBA player, he is going to get wildly overpaid. One of the reasons I like this deal because it's going to give Marcus Smart a chance to play a definitive role on this basketball team. For the first time since becoming a Celtic, he is going to presumably get a chance to be the starting point guard, where in years past, he's played behind guys like Kemba Walker, like Kyrie Irving, and like Isaiah Thomas. Now Marcus Smart is getting the chance to be the point guard on the team. And maybe if he's the point guard and not the shooting guard or whatever, 
He's not going to take shots away from Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. If next year Marcus Smart averages double-digit points, averages around seven to eight assists a game, and plays elite defense, this deal will be worth it for the Boston Celtics because right now they do have a hole at that point guard position, and I think Marcus Smart is the guy who can fill that role, and certainly they believe so too, or they would not have given him a four-year, $77 million extension. I also understand the argument against Marcus Smart taking so many three-point shots, especially due to the fact that he shoots 32% for his career, but he is playing in the modern NBA. All these guys take three-point shots. If you want a point guard who's not going to attempt a three-point shot, then the one you want is Ben Simmons, right? But you don't want Ben Simmons because you just saw Ben Simmons struggle in the postseason. You at least need a point guard who has the threat of hitting a three-point shot. Yes, do I agree that Marcus Smart takes way too many three-point shots? Absolutely. I do believe he will now take less three-point shots if you give him the role of point guard. He has never been given the chance to be this team's point guard. He has always played behind guys who are score-first point guards like Kyrie, like Isaiah, and like Kemba. So I am willing to give Marcus Smart the chance to be the starting point guard on this team. If he can be a pass-first guy who can play elite defense and score when needed, then I think this can work out. And I hope that Ime Udoka makes it so that each and every night, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown get more shots than Marcus Smart. That is the real problem here. Marcus Smart was being allowed to take more shots on certain nights than both of their star players. That can never happen again or this will never work out. That's the reality. I want Marcus Smart on this team, but I do not want him taking more shots than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And that shouldn't even have to be said, but after last year, it is the reality. I think another problem for Celtics fans in this contract is Marcus Smart is not coming off of his best year in the NBA. Yes, he scored the most points in his career, but I think last year he kind of played lackluster defense. So if he can get back to that guy who was an elite defender two to three years ago, then this deal will work. I was not the biggest fan of Marcus Smart last year. Again, he was injured at times, and I think offensively he had to score more last year because Kemba Walker was not there, and when he was there, he wasn't reliable. Well, now this year, they will have a reliable third option in Dennis Schroeder. They'll also have Josh Richardson, so maybe Marcus Smart will not have to carry as much as the load offensively next year. The other way I look at this deal is, as long as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown want to play with Marcus Smart, I am fine with him being on the team, but if they look at him as a problem, then he should not be on the team, and Jason Tatum tweeted his support of this deal. So as long as Jason Tatum, the best player on the Boston Celtics, wants to play with Marcus Smart, then I think it's worth keeping Marcus Smart around. You want to make your star players happy. You want to keep them in Boston, because things have not worked out with star players recently with the Celtics. It didn't end well with Kyrie. It didn't end well with Isaiah Thomas, even though you moved on from him with Kyrie, and it didn't end well with Kemba Walker. So now you have these two guys in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who you drafted. They are signed for the long term. Jason Tatum signed that extension. Jalen Brown has an extension with the Celtics as well. As long as they are here, you want to make them happy so that when their contract ends and they're in their primes, they are going to want to remain a member of the Boston Celtics. So yes, you should do moves that make them happy. And if Marcus Smart being on the team makes Jason Tatum happy, that's a 
move that needs to be made. The Celtics have tried to bring in other talents from other organizations. They brought in Gordon Hayward. They brought in Al Horford. It didn't work out. You went to the Eastern Conference Finals, but you didn't win the championship. Maybe they're trying to do a different route here. Maybe they're trying to pay their own players. They developed Marcus Smart. They have a lot invested in this player. He has played well to a certain degree. I know offensively he's not a perfect player, but I like them not giving up on this player. He is still only 27 years old. And I do not think he was the biggest problem with the Boston Celtics last year. I'll reiterate my thoughts that I've said on a ton of these podcasts recently. I do not think the starting core of the Celtics is the problem. I don't think Marcus Smart is the problem. I don't think Tatum is the problem. And I don't think Jalen Brown is the problem. The problem for last year's Celtics team is their bench was so inexperienced. Now they have veterans on that bench. You have Schroeder. You have Josh Richardson. You have Al Horford. You have Moses Brown. You now have a deep bench. You also have Ennis Cantor, Payne Pritchard, Aaron Neesmith. Now all of a sudden they are a deep team who has experience. I think the biggest difference between the Celtics team they have now and the one from last year is going into this year, night from night, you will know what you are going to get from each and every player. Last year there were too many wild cards on the Celtics bench. Now you know what you are going to get from Dennis Schroeder. You know what you're going to get from Josh Richardson. You know what you're going to get from Ennis Cantor, Al Horford. Those are reliable veteran players. And from the starting unit, you know what you're going to get from Jason Tatum. You know what you're going to get from Jalen Brown. And you know what you're going to get from Marcus Smart. They were the most inconsistent team in all of basketball last year. Now I think they are on the verge of being a consistent one with the moves that they've made. Now these players know what roles they are going to play. It was also announced that the Celtics are giving center Robert Williams a four-year $54 million extension as well. I like the fact that they are locking up their two best defenders, Marcus Smart being their best perimeter defender and Robert Williams being their best big man. This is the only Celtics player who got better last year. That was Robert Williams. You saw how many shots he blocked against the Nets. I like this move. I think you cannot give up on Robert Williams. You have to give him a chance to be your starting center. So as much as people will say the Celtics are not any different than they were last year, I think that's wrong. Going into this year, you will have a new starting point guard in Marcus Smart and Robert Williams will be your starting center. That is two positions that were not filled last year properly. For the most part, I like these moves made by the Celtics and Brad Stevens. I liked what he's done with the roster. Now, time will tell if these moves work out. Maybe Marcus Smart can't be your starting point guard. Maybe they did overpay Robert Williams way too soon, but I like the look of this team. It is a lot different than last year's team, and that's something they desperately needed. They needed a different type of team, and I think they have one. They have a new coach in Ime Udovka. I have high hopes for next year's Celtics team. In my opinion, and I've stated this on past podcasts, I believe next year the Boston Celtics should definitely be a top four seed in the Eastern Conference because now you have guys who are going to fill their role. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can be the leading scorers for the team. Marcus Smart can be the point guard who plays elite defense and is the best passer on the team. You have a big man in Robert Williams who is going to actually shut down elite big man because Tristan Thompson did not work out last year and Dennis Schroeder is going to be that third scoring option 
option off the bench. Love him or hate him, Marcus Smart is the longest tenured member of the Boston Celtics and he's here to stay. It's really weird that half of all Celtics fans are really happy and the other half is miserable. I think the ones that are miserable are saying there hasn't been enough change on this team. And my biggest argument to that is what moves did you want the Celtics to make? I mean, what realistic moves were out there? Moving on from Marcus Smart so you could then overpay Lonzo Ball, I don't think is the answer. And I don't think that's what Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown would have wanted. I don't see the alternative here. You have Marcus Smart. He wants to be a member of the Boston Celtics. He has produced here for the most part. Yes, there have been some bad moments, but you have been to like, what, free Eastern Conference Finals with the guy. I mean, he's a decent player. He's been a part of some really good teams, and he's been a part of that success. Yes, there will be some nights this year when you question Marcus Smart being on this team. He will do something maddening, like take 23-point shots, and you'll be like, why are the Celtics even paying this guy? But then when you get to the postseason or you get in a big game, Marcus Smart will come up big in the clutch and remind us all why he is a respected member of the Boston Celtics and why they wanted to lock him up for four years and $77 million. I know that sounds like a big number. There are so many players in the NBA right now getting overpaid who are far worse than Marcus Smart. And I understand fans' frustrations with this idea that Marcus Smart is not willing to be a role player. I think that is part of the reality, but under this new contract, I think he's going to be their starting point guard. He is going to have a bigger role than a role player, and as long as he's not taking shots away from Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I'm going to be a happy camper about it. I like Marcus Smart. I like him on the team. I think he is the best defender on the team, even though last year he didn't show it. I think he's going to get back to that elite defense. It's also understandable not to be excited about a team re-signing guys they already had in Marcus Smart and Robert Williams. What Celtics fans really want is Dame Lillard to walk through that door or for Bradley Beal to walk through that door. Well, right now, those guys are not walking through that door. Marcus Smart is, Robert Williams is, and I think that's okay for where the Celtics are right now. I think they're going to be a very competitive team next year. They're not going to be a championship caliber team, and even if they brought in one of those superstar players, there's no guarantee that that would happen. I mean, they've already done it. They brought in Gordon Hayward. They brought in Kyrie. It didn't work out. So this idea that you're just going to keep chasing the next star player until you win a championship, I think that's insanity. This new route of re-signing our guys, hoping Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown take that next step to be top 10 players in the NBA, I think that's the way to go right now. I think that's way more realistic. Keep your core together and hope they get back on track. And if they don't, I do think you could blow this team up. No matter what ends up happening, there will always be those fans who love Marcus Smart and those ones who despise Marcus Smart. He is the most polarizing member of the Boston Celtics. Maybe the most polarizing player ever in franchise history. Again, I would put him up with Rajon Rondo. I'm a fan of Marcus Smart and I hope he gets back on track. Last year was a frustrating one for him, but hopefully with this new contract, he plays like the Marcus Smart of old. I'm happy he's a member of the Boston Celtics. I would also just love to see this guy win the NBA Finals with the Celtics. I mean, Marcus Smart has been a part of so many incarnations of this team. He was with the Isaiah Thomas-led Celtics that overachieved. 
He was with the Kyrie Irving teams that underachieved, and he was with the Kemba Walker teams that almost made it to the NBA Finals but kind of underachieved. Like, I really want to see Marcus Smart get an NBA championship as a member of the Boston Celtics and put up Banner 19. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please rate, review, and subscribe.